You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Podcast. I am your host and resident fanalist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Check us out online, packernet.com. Find me on Twitter, pack underscore dada. So I'll tell you what, we're going to call a little bit of an audible here today because I, you know, sometimes you do what you do out of obligation. You feel like you need to, you need to cover the news as it is. Sometimes you say, eh, screw that. We're going to do what I want to do. And what I want to do is say, sorry, Matt LaFleur, I'm sure you had a lot of great things to say, but I don't really feel like listening to any more locker room stuff or press conferences or anything. I just I just don't want to do it. You know what I want to do? I want to listen to stupid people say stupid things and get angry at them. Can I just do that? Can I, you know, I mean, you guys know that's why I'm here. That's why you're here. So let's stop pretending <laughs> that my analysis of anything is intriguing. So let's just do that. And I'm going to start with this one because I don't know how long it's going to take. This is the one I've been teasing for some time. It's our old friend, Colin Coward. I'm really upset that I constantly compliment the guy because once in a while he says stuff that's like, you know what, that's actually thought out. He's really thought about that. And this, maybe more than just about anything else, really, really got under my skin. Maybe you've already seen it. I tried not to tip my hand because I didn't want you guys to go find it. Listen to it. You probably already saw it. Some of you already just listened to Colin Coward, so you probably heard it. I don't know. But he's got a video from two days ago, three days ago for you. Colin sets his expectations for Jordan Love, Matt LaFleur, and Packers in 2023. NFL, the herd. This is, not only is it just peak stupidity, but the condescension, everything we've talked about, about why everybody's angry about the draft coming to Green Bay, and I think in part why some people think less of the Green Bay Packers, is that, you know, coastal elite mentality of people looking down on middle America. And they basically say it in this episode and then giggle about, you know, flyover country and how stupid everybody is or whatever. They don't say that, but it's just, it's in his freaking voice, and I want to punch his neck. So... That's what we're going to start the show with. I'm just it's it's 7 minutes. 7 minutes, that's it. Why don't we just get started? Here is Colin's best attempt at thinking things through. Ready? Go. Building, uh I am known as optimistic Uncle Colin. I like to take the positive sides. I've tried with the Green Bay Packers to be very positive uh in regards to Jordan Love taking That that may or may not be true. I have no idea. I don't really care over for Aaron Rodgers, but I saw another headline yesterday. <laughs> Matt LaFleur says Jordan Love has made some really significant strides this week. Like literally strides, like he's running and he's his strides are... I have never sold my stock on a football team in an OTA faster than I'm selling Green Bay's now. So... Here's the last four. Okay, just to be clear, this is what did it. It's going to get a lot worse than this. He saw an article that said Jordan Love is making some really significant strides, according to Matt LaFleur, and he's selling his stock. Why? He'll get into it, but how, how stupid. How stupid. 
stupid are you? Headlines that we basically have on Jordan Love. And, and by the way, this is a complete lie that he's saying. He, here are the most recent headlines. We have hundreds of headlines. He just is cherry-picking, but even the ones he's cherry-picking, there's nothing wrong with. Ready? Here we go. Remember this one, March 28th? We all have to kind of temper expectations for Jordan Love. We do? I don't even have high expectations. You want me to temper my mediocre ones? No, you absolute freaking moron. No. The fact that he can't figure this out is so stupid. Oh, my goodness. Oh, all right. I, I, I know I don't have to explain this to you because it's, it's Colin Coward and six other people that are too stupid to figure this out. He is not saying, I want you to have low expectations. It's not what he said. He didn't say have low expectations. He didn't even have medio- say mediocre expectations. If you have mediocre expectations for him, he's not telling you to lower your expectations. That's not what he said. It's not whatever this article clipping that you found says. Nothing said that. The only thing that that would mean is please stop thinking that he's going to come in and be a superstar. This is his first year ever as a quarterback. We just came from one of the most talented throwers in football. So we should not have 2020 Aaron Rodgers as our standard for Jordan Love in his first ever opportunity to be the starting quarterback. If you are too dense to figure that out and think that what he means is, I already had low expectations and Matt LaFleur said to lower them more, you are a complete waste of space on this freaking planet. You have a massive show, and you can't figure this out. How are you not smarter than this? Let's continue on with these uh, just absolutely damning articles that he found and didn't read but saw the headlines. Remember the next headline? May 23rd. Matt LaFleur on Jordan Love. A lot of good things. A lot to clean up. Really? It's year four. My good Lord. I want you to describe to me a perfect football player who has nothing to clean up. Nothing. No issues whatsoever. There's nothing to learn, nowhere to grow, nothing. There isn't, I, I know that there's not a single person on our football team. We had A.J. Dillon, who just came out and was talking about, you know, everybody makes mistakes, I ran the wrong route today, etc., etc. Every single human being on every single football team, including guys like Pat Mahomes, have things that they need to work on, right? A lot of good things, a lot of things to clean up. Like what? Well, let's see, he threw an interception. Probably shouldn't do that, Right? You know who else is throwing interceptions? Aaron Rodgers and everybody else out there. They're all throwing interceptions. They're all making mistakes. That's the point of OTAs, you absolute idiot. He's not even... The, the, the whole problem is Matt LaFleur trying to temper expectations by just setting the bar. He will not ramp up, ramp him up. He won't do it. He's not going to be like, dude, this guy's so freaking good. He's not going to do it. He's never going to do it. Even if it's what he believes, which, according to Bob McGinn, which we just read last night, they absolutely do. Let me read that to you again for anybody that missed Packernet After Dark. Shame on you, by the way. Let me read this snippet. 
Because apparently we need to sell the farm because the team doesn't believe in them. Temper expectations, they say. Here's what Bob McGinn said, according to a source inside the organization, on their thoughts about Jordan Love. Transitioning away from how much they couldn't stand Aaron Rodgers, here's what they said. On the other hand, they love Jordan Love. They think he is the second coming now. They've seen enough in practice for three years that they believe he is like Rodgers 2.0. That's where the organization is coming from right now. They have turned the page just like they did to Favre in June and July, those months in the summer of 2008, and I don't see it changing. But we disregard that, right? That that doesn't count. No, no. Matt LaFleur made a comment that he's not a perfect human being. He's doing some good stuff, some bad stuff. It is boilerplate garbage that, that coaches say every year. We've been hearing this every single year since forever. Yep, some good stuff, some bad stuff. I mean, ask any single player, how are OTAs going? You think anyone's going to say it's perfect, dude? It is freaking perfect. We haven't made a mistake yet. We had one play. When we throw touchdowns, we get interceptions. Same play. I don't even know how that's possible. The defense gets interceptions, and on the exact same play, we're getting touchdowns. It's a perfect OTA. Zero mistakes, nothing to clean up. Everything's perfect. This is so stupid playing in games regularly what's there to clean up footwork it's year four nope the next (laughs) what okay i i wonder if they is this the same tack that they take for for justin fields who by the way showed up in camp today and still is throwing from a stupid arm angle he still doesn't have his mechanics down they're showing videos of him and bears fans are like he's still doing it why is he doing it why is his release look like that why? He still has stuff to clean up. Apparently that's unacceptable, though, according to Colin Coward, who I'm sure is fully on board with Justin Fields. Headline, June 1st, David Bakhtiari defends Packers are entering a rebuild and switch from Aaron to Jordan Love. Yes, David Bakhtiari said June 1st. We- Again, this is another reason why it pisses me off that David Bakhtiari said it. Now, he he, he didn't, you know, David Bakhtiari defends what he said. No, he didn't. He clarified. He basically said, you know, I, I, what he defines as a rebuild, almost nobody would define as a rebuild. He's just refusing to budge on the word. But he's saying, look, I, basically out of respect for Aaron Rodgers, you know, I can't say anything less than rebuild because we're switching away from him. It's a massive thing when you get away from a guy like Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't matter... If Pat Mahomes was waiting in the wings, he would call it a rebuild. So this is stupid that you're hanging on this one. We are in a rebuild. This is not a rebuild roster or a rebuild coach. If it's in a rebuild, it means Jordan Love is not very good. See, again, this is his deductive reasoning powers. Well, if it's a rebuild, it has to be Jordan Love because everything else is great, which nobody else seems to acknowledge. But thank you for finally acknowledging that, Colin Coward. It's a fantastic roster. Uh, but the only thing that could potentially be a rebuild, the only reason you would say that is if Jordan Love is garbage. Except, if you listen to the exact words that he said, instead of just reading a, a, a headline, actually go listen to what David Bakhtiari said, he didn't say anything like that. It's a good roster. It's a good coaching staff. Mm-hmm. It's a good up front office. It is. Thanks. And uh, we got any more headlines here? Oh, June 6th, Matt LaFleur says Jordan Love has made... Significant strides in OTAs. Uh-huh. Significant? So so we have positive clippings coming out that he's looking good in OTAs, right? I mean, l- listen, when we go over OTAs, what are one of the things that we talk about on a daily basis? Right? He, he started off a little slow, and then he started to get hot as it went on. He got better. 
What do you mean you got better? It's year four. You should be perfect all the time, you freaking idiot. <laughs> um, listen, the NFL has pivoted to a one-way-to-win league. you got to be really good at quarterback. Yep. And the Packers don't have one. Wow. I, 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 I'm going to save this because that, that is going to be just that clip. Just that clip. The NFL has pivoted. There's one way to win in the league, and that's with a really good quarterback, and the Packers don't have one. I'm, I'm going to keep that. Because anybody you ask that has broken down Jordan Love's film, that knows what the heck they're looking at, is really, really impressed. According to the organization, who he's pretending really doesn't like Jordan Love, but he's an idiot, um, they are infatuated with Jordan Love and are really excited and believe that it's time to move on, which is part of the reason that they moved on, to Jordan Love because they think he can get it done. So, you're stupid. Apparently. I saw this story this morning when I came in. Green Bay Packer fans are reacting to rookie Sean Clifford outdueling Jordan Love during practice. That's the fifth headline. Have you ever, have you ever heard that? Ever. Twitter, Facebook, anywhere. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because fans are stupid. You got very anti-Jordan Love people and of course the third string quarterback or in this case second or whatever but Packer fans don't even like Sean Clifford they don't like him he's not out dueling anybody we've heard like four snippets of Sean Clifford doing things nothing really that remarkable this is fake and so I had to look around because I'm like where the heck did that come from because that's completely made up this is not a this is not a narrative that's taking place this is not anything other than something potentially very minor. I found it. I just Googled the headline. Uh, Jordan Sigler at Wisconsin Sports Heroics. Green Bay fans react to Sean Clifford outdueling Jordan Love in practice. And so, essentially, we have him narrating, basically saying Sean Clifford had a good day because he led a two-minute drill for a touchdown, which Jordan Love did as well. And then, uh, according to Domofsky, Jordan Love didn't have a good day. There's no context here. It's just... Demofsky reported that Love, who had a solid start to Tuesday, struggled during the drill, and then he broke a rule about throwing an interception late and over the middle. Really not a big deal at all. Final play, he threw a freaking Hail Mary and it got picked. It's not a big deal. So then what does he do? He goes and finds snippets of people making comments. Again, random, stupid people that <laughs> have absolutely no relevance whatsoever either joking or being stupid. So let me read through them. This is, so Rob Domofsky tweeted, Sean Clifford might have uh, run one of the best two-minute OTA drills by a rookie fifth-round pick, have hit Jeff Cotton for an eight-yard touchdown on fourth down. Now, I'm sure that that's somewhat sarcasm because, again, rookie fifth-round picks don't do very much. So, yes, getting a touchdown on a two-minute drill, whoop-de-freaking-do. The first one from Matt Lonis Says, if Sean Clifford can do one thing extremely well, it's run a two-minute drill. Penn State is very, very elite at getting down the field fast. That has nothing to do with a quarterback controversy. Then you have uh, Caroline saying, number eight on the field, number one on the depth chart. Now, let me just let me just ask. I don't know who this person is. Do we actually believe that Caroline thinks that this random quarterback that we drafted is going to be number one on the depth chart? No. 
Then we have Jeff Clark with a booming 129 followers saying Clifford's going to start some games for the Packers this season, and I'm only half joking. Mike says, almost like, like that's exactly what we saw from him last year, uh, turnover prone. So, guy that hates Jordan Love. He's been learning for four years. Time to tank for Caleb Williams. Again, he, he, there, there is, again, probably 20% of our fan base are just rabid Jordan Love haters. This is, this is, this is no offense to Jordan Sigler of Wisconsin Sports Heroics. This is stupid. There is no controversy whatsoever. This is fake. And, and the, the fact that they had to scour, and, and, and again, he's like, oh, th- th- there's only like five headlines, and here's all of them. Nope, that's not true. You're scouring, trying to find negative headlines, and you had to go all the way to this random article who found just basically just went and found one tweet and then just found negative tweets within that you know negative for jordan love and then jokingly saying sean clifford is going to start which is obviously a joke and then made an article out of it and here's colin coward blasting it on his show did he miss the article that said hall of fame quarterback kurt warner on jordan love there's a lot to like jordan love and romeo dobbs creating chemistry and otas How about a similar Wisconsin Sports Heroics article, but this one says the similar paths for Packers Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. How about another Wisconsin Sports Heroics article that says Green Bay Packers Hall of Fame quarterback has high praise for Jordan Love during 2022 film study. Dairyland Express Packers offensive line has a great chance to set Jordan Love up for success. Here's another one, Wisconsin Sports Heroics. Kudos to you guys, by the way, for just saturating the living crap out of everything Packers. Jordan Love's bomb to Christian Watson has Green Bay Packers fans going crazy. You going to skip that one then, Colin? Or How about the biggest one that's come out in the last month? This one from Fox News. Packers receiver doesn't see a big difference between Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. You don't want to run with that one? That one seems significant. Hall of Fame quarterback offers positive assessment of Jordan Love. Since you love quoting Matt LaFleur, how about Matt LaFleur sees a growing rapport between Jordan Love and Romeo Dobbs? Is that, is that something worth looking at or no? Packers young receivers benefiting from Jordan Love's full attention. I'm on like page six. I, I mean, I could do this for a year because again, there's not just five headlines. There's hundreds and hundreds of these. I can cherry pick just like you can cherry pick. But what I don't understand is why you choose to cherry pick so that you can make the case that this is what pushed you over the edge. What did? If you're cherry picking, that means you wanted to get off the Jordan Love train and then went out and found the information you needed to go do that. Or you saw an article, you had a thought, and then you said, let me go find more articles to back this up and then started cherry picking rather than saying, let me go look around and see if I can confirm or deny what I'm currently thinking. Because again, you obviously cherry picked articles. Green Bay Packers fans react to Sean Clifford outdueling Jordan Love during practice. This is not a thing. This is not a conversation happening among Packers fans. There is no debate out there. I've been lurking around. There is no big argument about who's going to be a better quarterback. The only people saying that are people that don't like Jordan Love. They hated him from the moment he got drafted. I promise you that's it. Thank God Green Bay's in a division with the Bears. Thank God they're in the NFC, and thank God their schedule early in the NFL is littered with tomato cans. So I went and looked at the Packers' schedule, and let me tell you, I came up with six wins based on those five headlines. Based on those five? 
Can you think of a dumber person? I, I, I'm serious. I mean, I, I've, I've heard Stephen A. say some stupid stuff. There's so many dumb people saying dumb things that they're not even trying. That's the other thing. Some of these guys, they don't try. You think like Skip and Shannon are right? They're, they're not trying. They're, they're, they're professional clowns and they know it and everybody knows it. They're clowning. They're acting stupid for the sake of acting stupid. Stephen A., he's got his whole shtick being loud and crazy and wild and all this stuff. Colin has a different tone. He's he actually he he's trying to be Mr. Serious Radio Man. You know, the, listen, this is this is the data. These are the facts. I came up with six wins. Wait for it. Based on those five headlines. This is the dumbest person. I I I, I he was like ranked number 15 on my list of like the worst person. He launched himself to number 1. This is the dumbest thing I have ever heard in my entire life 41,000 people viewed this particular video 41,000 people listened to Colin Coward say that he decided how many wins the Packers are going to get based on headlines about Aaron Ra- about Jordan Love in OTAs half of which were positive headlines he's making strides He's looking good. He did, did, did. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean you're getting better? You should just be... Why, why are you getting better? I thought this is year four. Why are you getting better? That doesn't make sense. What are you talking about, stupid? It's, it's just unbelievable. The, the, those two clips, I, I just... The, the clip of him saying the Packers do not have a quarterback and they're going to win six games based on these five headlines. Not even the articles. The headlines. Oh, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm going to save this video for all of eternity. Every time I start to think, you know what? Maybe he's a rational human being. I'm going to rewatch this. This is the dumbest, dumbest, dumbest thing I have ever heard in my life. And I argue with Bears fans for a living. I've never argued with a Bears fan that said anything that is this stupid. Ever. And I have heard the dumbest things you could possibly imagine. I cannot believe that one of the biggest voices in NFL radio, television, whatever, just uttered these words. He, he, he is off the Jordan Love train. He is off the Packers train. He has figured out that the Packers do not have a good quarterback. And he figured out we're going to win exactly six games because of five headlines. I am stunned literally stunned at the level of stupidity that is in this video this is this is the lowest level of i mean good morning football and all their stupidity this that that stuff pales in comparison you know what's his name mr jaw that uh said kirk cousins was gonna win mvp i mean cousins had a pretty good year whatever they're doing their goofy nonsense whatever none of that None of that compares to this. At least they're being stupid. Even even that dummy saying Justin Fields is going to MVP, that is a much more rational take than this. Justin Fields has been garbage for two years, but you know what? If he can clean up his passing and still run for 600,000 yards, yeah, he could probably win MVP. Lamar did it. Lamar was like the worst quarterback I've ever seen. Then he figured out how to throw and still was running all over the place. He won MVP. Never again. Probably will never win it again because he's you know, whatever, on top of the injuries and everything else, but certainly it could happen for Justin Fields. I will take that take any day of the week. This, this is it. This, this, uh, nothing will ever top this.
This is the dumbest thing that will ever be said, ever. This is, this is indefensible because of five headlines. And then he's going to have the audacity to condescend to people in middle America as if this guy could condescend to anybody because he has the, the reasoning power of a freaking grapefruit. He's got the intellect of a dartboard. And I don't mean the electric ones. I just mean those cork ones with some, you know, metal circles. The guy's brain damaged. I'm off the Jordan Love train. Why? Did you break down his tape? No, I just saw a headline that said he's doing a good job, and I'm like, nope, I'm off. I did six wins, and they don't have a quarterback. What? Yeah, they said he's making strides. I'm, I'm done, man. I try, I'm, I'm Mr. Positive around here. I'm Uncle Positive here, but I, I just I can't do it. This is too much. His coach said he's, he's making strides. Said he's looking good. So, turns out, apparently, they don't have a quarterback. I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Good Lord. I think they'll win early in week two at Atlanta. They'll beat New Orleans and Vegas. And then I think they go on an eight or nine game losing streak. I'll give them a win over Tampa, Carolina, and hosting Chicago late. But, folks, I'm just reading the headlines. Yeah, exactly. You start looking. I, 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 I'll give them some early wins. But that the middle of that schedule, at Denver, Minnesota. just Wait, at what? What was the first thing you said? At Denver? I'm sorry, is that... Is that... Is that scaring me, or... Okay, I'm sorry, continue. Then then Minnesota, who... Okay. Look at the quarterbacks you face. Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Matt... <laughs> Matt Stafford and the Rams. <laughs> he's talking about a gauntlet, and he's listing off the Broncos and Russell Wilson, the Vikings, which... I mean, maybe. And the Rams, who are in such a freaking nosedive right now, it is, it's, it's almost hard to watch. Stafford, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff. There's a lot of L's there. So That's a lot of L's? That's a lot of L's. The Steelers with Kenny Pickett and their terrible offense. I know they got a defense. The Steelers, the Chargers, who struggle to even make the playoffs, the Rams, who are complete garbage, the Vikings, who are headed for a massive regression, probably the worst defense in football last year, the Broncos, who are a laughing stock, the Lions, who still have yet to make the playoffs, and then the Chiefs, yep, good team, then the Giants, who fraudulently got, I mean, they were the second biggest frauds they would have been easily the biggest frauds if not for the Minnesota Vikings. The Giants are a joke. And then Tampa, who's bad, and you gave us a win there. I don't know why. Compared to the other garbage teams we've talked about, I don't see too much of a difference. Then Carolina, who's bad. And then the Vikings, who are bad. And then the Bears, who were bad. After our bye week, the only team, in fact, our entire season, really the only team that is a legitimate Playoff Super Bowl contender, Kansas City. That's it. Not to say that a lot of these teams won't get into the playoffs this year. I'm just going based on what we saw last year. What in the world are you scared of? Um, I think we're going into uh, what the Packers were in the 80s, kind of irrelevant. Uh, they uh, don't have a great quarterback. It's in Based on headlines. Also, whenever people say they're going back to what they were in the 80s, 
You just said they have a good coach and a really good roster. And the only missing piece is a quarterback, which you think because of positive headlines. Right? Do you think the 80s, they had just a stacked roster and were just a quarterback shy of being an elite team? And, and, and by the way, the other thing that's stupid about this, they're headed toward this 80s level of, of uh, you know, irrelevancy where, where we all just forget about them. How in the world, not only is Colin Coward able to see what Jordan Love is through completely random headlines, he's able to see the future. He knows who we're going to pick in the draft next year and the year after that. He knows that we're not getting any competent quarterbacks to replace this one. We're, we're going to be really bad, and then we're heading into a strong quarterback class, but we're getting none of that. He knows that. That's how he knows we're headed toward the... He has to know that. If he doesn't know that, then he can't say what he just said. He has to be able to see the future and know that not only do we not have a quarterback, again, because of five headlines, which were cherry-picked, but he's able to see the future and see that the Packers, who he just said we have a good front office, we have a good coaching staff, and a good roster, but that really good front office is not able to identify talent, and we'll never be able to find a quarterback, and so we're headed toward another decade of irrelevancy. This is, this is unbelievable how dumb this is increasingly a quarterback league this is not a time when if you had you know 10 15 years ago great running back and great defense you could be a dominating team those days are over so i looked this morning which is why they drafted a quarterback in the first round when they had aaron Rodgers, because the packers more than anybody else understands the value of the position they are well aware the team that allowed or i should say kicked aaron Rodgers out the door is very well aware of the importance of the position. They were the ones who were willing to go out and get a quarterback because they understand what you're saying more than you do. While you're sitting there saying that was a terrible thing to do to draft a quarterback, the Packers are quarterback-obsessed, and they prioritize the quarterback position now and for the future more than you do and anybody else. So they don't need your lecture. They fully understand. You know what else they understand? Jordan Love and where he's at in his development, unlike you morning i'm moving to six and eleven with the green bay packers uh i was trying to be very positive no you're not that 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 is a flat-out lie you're telling me that you're doing your absolute best to be positive but you just can't because of random articles written by random people about completely fake news oh and then some uh, positive comments by matt lafleur mixed in okay very positive I got him at six wins this morning. I went to the schedule, and I don't think that's negative. I'm, I'm doing that based on five different headlines. Okay. He keeps saying it. He keeps saying it. You would think, like, uh, occasionally you say something stupid, and then you catch yourself saying it, and you kind of like, ooh. And, you, and you, you, you don't say it again, and you maybe try to work around it and find different he, He's so proud of it. He really thinks this is so profound. He keeps... Saying it, I'm astounded that he keeps saying that. I'm doing that off of five headlines. It's off of five headlines. I'm doing that off of five headlines. Two of the headlines, by the way, are the exact same. So it's really just four headlines. I don't know. Apparently, his editors missed that. Exact same headline. <laughs> I think three of them are about Matt Lafleur's comments about him taking steps slash temper your expectations, which he has no way of just cannot comprehend. 
what that means. Anyways, I knew I was going to get long-winded on this. I can't believe 30 minutes went past. Why don't we take a break? Patreon.com forward slash back underscore daddy. Hit me up on Venmo if you'd like to support the podcast at Back on the Podcast. Please check out Fertile Ground Ranch Discipleship Ministry at FertileGroundRanch.org. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing. But they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Do you remember we talked about this when Brady left the Patriots? Yeah. Okay. Belichick had to pivot to Cam Newton, then he got Mac Jones, and we'll see. Are we talking about a major wasteland here for the Packers? Like, going forward, they're going to just... They, they, you, they're not going to be able to find a friend because they're not their defense is good enough. They're not going to be like a three win team. No, this is so hold on. Hold on. Everybody loves to bring up the Patriots. You went from this great quarterback to Mac Jones and you failed. And that's how that's going to go. How does that make sense in people's mind? It depends on the guy that's coming in, doesn't it? The Patriots are struggling. Well, they're struggling for a lot of reasons. I, I think they're, uh, Coach slash GM has completely lost it. He doesn't have it. He's not drafting super well, and he, the free agency thing isn't going quite as well. And I think Tom carried a lot more weight than maybe a lot of us were thinking. Um, but I think Mac Jones plays a big part of that, doesn't it? I mean, what if Mac Jones was really, really good? I mean, we're talking about a different front office, different coaching staff, different offense, different defense, different special teams, and different quarterbacks. So why is bringing that up relevant? Why don't I just bring up Seattle? Hey, look. Seattle had Russell. We all thought they were going to be terrible after Russell left. Turns out they actually got better. So there you go. It's an anecdote that just shows that you shouldn't be stupid and assume things. 
But it does, it's not a one-to-one. Oh, it happened, therefore it has to happen here. All different variables. Different everything. Jordan Love is not Mac Jones. He's not Geno Smith. He's not Kenny Pickett. He's not Justin Fields. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's Jordan Love. And we don't know what that is. And so this question is so stupid on its face. You're bringing up a completely random and irrelevant event and the outcome of that event. And then are asking, are they headed for a wasteland? How would anybody know that? How would anybody know that? But again, it starts with the assumption that Jordan Love is bad based on five headlines. And then it goes into, let's see if we can see the future. Okay. There's a a good B, B B-plus roster. There's a lot. They have elite corner. Oh, oh. this is, this is, this is, if you're not sold yet, I forgot about this. If you're not sold that this is the dumbest thing you've ever heard, I'm sure there are some Jordan Love haters that are trying as hard as they possibly can to make it seem like I'm overreacting when very obviously this is the dumbest thing that has ever been said in any public forum. If you're not on board yet, check this out. He is going to go through the Packers roster and describe to you why it's still a really good roster. Are you ready? Here we go. A great young safety. Whoa! Let me back that up real quick. Here we go. Ready? Good enough. They're not going to be like a three-win team. No, this is a a good B, B-plus roster. Okay. There's a lot. He's very specific. B, B-plus in that range. Right? He, he talks in such precise terms because he's got it down pat. They have elite corner. Elite corner in Jair. Yep. Great young safety. Great young safety in... Uh, um, What's his name? Oh, wait, we don't have one. Okay. Rashawn Gary. Yeah. An emerging star receiver. A star... Oh, we, oh, we do have an emerging star receiver? I didn't know. I thought I thought we were supposed to disregard that. Okay. Running back. Baltieri is a top three tackle. Uh-huh. Their whole line draw is good. Yep. A winning coach. An offensive coach. Well, yep. a winning coach with Aaron Rodgers. And I do wonder how much did Watson look awesome with Rodgers last year? Is Watson- I, I, I hate to elaborate on this again. But for anybody that's maybe new here, that's a stupid narrative. First of all, Watson was held back because of Rodgers. Watson wasn't thrown to between weeks one and and nine because he dropped a ball. Watson was open every single play, every single week. The freaking guy was never not open, and they just refused to throw it to him. And if you don't believe me, Aaron Rodgers said so himself. He said they go back and watch the tape, and they're like, oh, he's open. Oh, man, it's crazy. And it was just like with Aaron Jones. Yeah, we've got to find ways to get him the ball. Bull crap. You don't need to find ways. Turn around and hand it to him, stupid. That's how you give him the ball. Same with Chris. Oh, we got to find ways to get Watson the ball. Throw it to him. He's open. That's such bull crap. So, no, that, that, that is not the case. He was not um, made better because of Aaron Rodgers. Not at all. Lots of lots of missed opportunities because of bad throws, first of all. But beyond that, as I've said a thousand times, you're not going to be able to name to me a single receiver or tight end or anything that came to Green Bay and got better because of Aaron Rodgers. Not one. You also are going to struggle, although I'm sure you can come up with some bad examples, of people leaving and getting worse. You could say Jordy if you want, but he took a step back the year prior. Devontae did not take even a half a step back and look at the quarterback dive. That is bullcrap narrative. It doesn't happen. Quarterbacks don't make receivers. Receivers don't make quarterbacks. People survive on their own merits. Devontae is just as good over there as he was over here. Had nothing to do with Rodgers. Nothing. Zero things. Devontae is elite because Devontae is elite. 
He doesn't run crisp routes and get wide open because Rodgers. Rodgers did not make Christian Watson. Are you freaking kidding me? That doesn't even make any sense. Rodgers made him run right past that guy, you freaking dolt. He made him get behind the defense. He got him wide open in the end zone on, on and the goal line. Aaron Rodgers gave him the end around that he ran for a touchdown for 60 freaking yards. No, Aaron Rodgers didn't make Christian Watson. And the idea that we had 13 wins three years in a row because of Rodgers instead of Matt LaFleur, how many times did that happen under Rodgers without Matt LaFleur? Is the answer zero? Because I think it is. And remember, they had a losing record the year before Matt LaFleur showed up. And then they went 13 wins three years in a row. Rodgers is a piece of that. Of course, everybody's a piece of that. But without Matt LaFleur, they're not doing that. And they're not winning MVP without Matt LaFleur either. That was because of the simplified offense. That Mike McCarthy thing was dead. If we would have kept that offense, we were going nowhere. So it's part of the reason that the offense died to begin with, because Rodgers kept leaning on that more and more. We know what it looks like. And yeah, maybe it's because of the can't get under center because of the broken thumb or whatever, but fine. The offense sucked. In shotgun, trying to launch it down the field, not doing it. Right, the freaking fourth and one shot play 20 yards down the field. Gee, it's still not working. Didn't work under McCarthy, not working today. That's a fake BS narrative. But again, th- this is this is the whole thing. Rodgers was the whole team. Everybody else sucks. Devontae, which is why he specifically said a big reason or a big thing that he was shooting for is to prove everybody wrong that he wasn't built by Aaron Rodgers because he's freaking sick of that narrative. And because that narrative does exist, the wide receivers get no credit. The coaches get no credit. The the GM gets crapped on 24-7 for whatever freaking random reason. I have no idea. Everybody sucks except Rodgers. That's, that's, that's the only thing. So, Great coach. No, it was because of Rodgers. Emerging wide receiver. Mm, no, that was Rodgers. Bull crap. If that was the case, why was it just um, Christian Watson? Why wasn't Lazard a superstar when we thrust him into that number one seat? Why not? Why didn't Randall Cobb come back and be, become suddenly elite when he was, he was with the Texans? Complete garbage and then came here and what? And nothing. That's what? The same old tired BS. Well, they got a good coach. No, they don't. It's Rodgers. Well, they got a good emerging wide receiver. No, they don't. It was Rodgers that did that. Well, why can't Rodgers make anyone else good? Why didn't Rodgers make Sternberger good or Tunyon good? Why didn't he make Mercedes a great receiver or uh, Martellus Bennett, for that matter, or Jimmy Graham, who was actually really good with Seattle and then went to crap when he came here? Or, Mart- you know, Martellus was great with New England. Comes here. He's garbage. Jared Cook was terrible until we got into the postseason and then suddenly became really good. It was like a two, three game stretch where he was really good. Nobody got better when they came here. Rodgers made zero people better. Not one person. Tell me who the one person is that got better. James Jones was good and then he left and he wasn't good and he came back and guess what? He didn't get better. He still wasn't good. It had nothing to do with leaving. It had to do with James Jones is old now. Again, same with Randall Cobb, right? He left, He was although he wasn't good with us for, he hasn't been... He had like a four-year stretch of being real good like a decade ago. <laughs> Anyways, let's continue with this stupidity. Watson going to look a little ordinary. Like, defenses don't... Is Watson going to look ordinary? Why would he look ordinary? He's, he's It's blazing speed. That's his thing. Was he slow now because Rodgers is gone? ...have to defend love the way they did Rodgers. Like, Rodgers can kill you over the top with precision and perfect passes. No, he can't. No, he can't. His accuracy was bad. Yeah, and, and what, Jordan Love can't throw deep passes? You don't know anything about Jordan Love, apparently. I, I, I don't think you have any idea what you're talking about. 
All the Jordan Love highlights we keep running for the last three months is dink and dunk. Yeah. Well, that's not that's talk to your producers. If all you're seeing is dink and dunk, it's because you're not watching all the clips. Because not every throw he threw was dink and dunk. So that's an editorial decision that's taking place. Because I just, I've been watching like crazy. It's becoming like a new phenomenon on YouTube. If you want to have a video blow up, talk about you think Jordan Love is going to be elite. So there's a lot of them. There's a lot of people out there. Go watch the highlights. Go watch them. They're pulling up clips. Go watch the Kurt Warner thing. He showed like almost every throw in, against Kansas City and against the Eagles. They're not all dink and dunk and yak. I, 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 I mean, seriously, legitimately, are you saying that he doesn't have the ability to throw a pass 20 yards or more down the field? He can't throw a pass, what, 40 yards? Is that what you're saying? Because, again, you can't say with accuracy because Rodgers was not accurate. He wasn't. He was lacking in accuracy, big time. Hack him. First of all, it's not a free agent market. They don't have an owner, which we've always like, we always undersold that. They do not have an owner. They don't have an owner to get on the phone with an agent. They don't have an owner to... Hold on. <laughs> an owner is a title. You're right. They don't have an owner to get on an agent. They don't have an owner that can draft anybody. They don't have an owner that can call anybody. They don't have an owner that can make deals. They don't have an owner that can build Title Town. They don't have an owner that can build a freaking sledding hill. They don't have an owner that can do anything because they don't have an owner. But what they have is a team president who can do all that stuff. He can get on the phone and call an agent. He has that ability. And also, it would probably be the GM that does it. We have a GM that can get on the phone and call an agent. So that was a stupid comment. Get Go to the front office and say, I want that. I'm going to overpay for that. Like Stan Kroenke did with the Rams. With That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. I, again, I'm, I'm sorry, because I know there are probably 0.5% of the audience that thinks this way, and I'm going to be really mean to you for a minute. If you think it's a good thing to build an entire staff who dedicates their life we're talking pro personnel staff here. People that have dedicated their entire life to scouting every single player in the free agent market. You've got guys dedicated to the salary cap. You have teams of people that are looking at the quality of the player, the price of the player, the market that is out there in terms of what is what is the baseline for a wide receiver, what is his value based on his quality, based on the market, all of these things, and understanding our cap space, our flexibility, not just this year, but beyond, and a whole plan and all that stuff put together. You want an owner who is not plugged into any of that, doesn't know anything except like the media, a bunch of idiots like this guy, or, or who is, I was watching another video, I was going to play it, but um, can never, Rich Eisen, can never remember his name. Rich Eisen, they were talking about Dalvin Cook and how Dalvin Cook is leaving. And he was just shocked. Shocked. I sound like him now. He was shocked that, that they would let him go. I can't believe it. And they're, and they're like, oh yeah, you're still a good player. Like, and he's like throwing his hands up like, well, duh. He's not that good anymore. I'm sorry, Rich. Did you not realize? But they don't. They know the guy's name. They know Dalvin Cook is a big name. And when you say Dalvin Cook, you have to... Same with Aaron Rodgers. He's Rodgers. He has to be a lead. He's... Uh, da, 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 da. We can't acknowledge, like, D-Hop. Same thing. Hopkins. I think it might have been the same show there. I, I can't believe... Oh, no, it was a different show. I can't believe Hopkins market. 
I can't believe... It's because you're an idiot. Hopkins hasn't been a good wide receiver. He hasn't played a full season in, in three years. He hasn't been a good wide receiver. And he's over 30 in, instead of last time he played a full season when he was below 30. That's what you don't get. So you want an owner to come in... And by the way, this is probably going to be about ticket sales, more so than the benefit of the team. The guys that are here trying to actually, you know, scout the 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 NFL, et cetera, et cetera, all those guys, their job is to make good, wise decisions for the benefit of the team. An owner overruling an army of people and their consult, right? Their, their, um, their wisdom, the guys that you hired to actually do the football stuff, who do this every day, you're going to overrule all of that because I want that big name guy here. If you think that's a good thing, good freaking Lord. Let me give you an analogy. Hospitals have presidents. These people that run the hospital. CEOs, whatever. They're, they're put in charge of running the hospital. You're getting a, 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 a cath procedure. You're in the cath lab. They're digging around. You're still wide awake, right? They're sticking things in your arteries or whatever. It's going up into your heart. It's pretty invasive. It's pretty crazy. You got an army of people in there. You got two doctors and seven nurses. They do this probably five times every single day. They know exactly what they're doing. They know how to read the monitors. They're reading the pressures. They're reading all this stuff. They know exactly what's going on with you. And they've determined that you need a a uh, catheterization, heart cath. Right? We're just going to do a real quick procedure. We're going to get you all fixed up. President of the hospital kicks in the door, says, what do you got going on here? Well, he had chest pains, and we're going to we're going to do a heart cath. And the president says, nope, I think you need to do a heart transplant. If you're laying on that bed, are you thinking, oh, thank goodness he came in. I almost didn't get the transplant. <laughs> Imagine that. I doubt it. That guy doesn't know what's going on. It's not even his profession. It's not his job. It's not what he does for a living. It's not his specialty. He doesn't know how to do this job. And you have hired... An elite team of people who get paid massive amounts of money to do this for a living and make all the right decisions. And these teams, these armies of people, who, by the way, are pulling up old reports so they know what, what this person has gone through in the past. They know about all the complaints that they've had, all the problems that they've had. And again, they've gone through all these procedures. They have found and identified the problem using their expertise. Who gives a crap if the president thinks you should get a heart transplant? Get him out. It's a terrible thing. But again, Colin Coward is just, he's not a smart man. Why in the world? And by the way, Mark Murphy can do this if he wants to. He's just not an idiot. You think he can't say we're doing this? Of course he can. He's Brian Gutekunst's boss. He has the authority to march into his office and say, I want Odell Beckham. We're doing it. Make the call or you're fired. But he chooses not to do that because that would be stupid because he's not a GM. It's not his job. Oh, this is painful. Matt Stafford, Stan Kroenke told me he was on a tarmac. He got a call from Les Snead and, and Sean McVay. He was going overseas. He's on a tarmac. And they're like, Matt Stafford, we, and he said, go for it. They don't have that. Everything's got to go through a meeting. It's and the snicker. Everything's got to go through a meeting. Hey, stupid, every team goes through meetings. Lots of meetings. But here's the thing. Brian Gutekunst has one less step than that. He, you think he's calling Mark Murphy and saying, hey, we need to schedule a meeting with the board of directors to see if we can do this? No, Brian Gutekunst makes the call. That's it. He's the guy that makes the personnel decisions. 
That's that's the whole thing. Now, I don't know, maybe he does have to make a call similar to it. But but again, our president has less authority than the owner in, in, in these matters. So whereas everybody else has to call the owner and get them to sign off on it, and as we saw with the Jets many times, that doesn't happen. Sometimes they're the ones that get in the way. Did you notice in the Jets negotiation, Brian Gutekunst had complete control. Mark Murphy had nothing to say about it. When he was asked about it, he even said, I don't know, that's got nothing to do with me, I don't know. I mean, he's keeping me up to date, but he's not involved in it. The, the Jets GM had to run everything by his mommy, which is the Jets owner. And the Jets owner was the one saying, nope, we're not doing that. He was the one that was getting in the way of the negotiation. You stupid idiot. It's not a free agent market. It's not an attractive market mostly for pro athletes. It's a small, it's not even a city. It's a small town. Well, it's got a couple hotels and a steakhouse. There's not much to it. Well, not everybody loves a big city. A a small towns pro- can be attractive. For you and I with kids, a lot of pro athletes, they want to have fun. They like to go to the big cities. It's why L.A. is very attractive to pro athletes. They like stuff. By the way, this has never been a very really convincing argument for me. It just, it never has been. People are going to go where the money is. There are a handful of people where, all things being equal, they'd rather go to other places. But th- th- this is not a thing. The Packers can get free agents. Right? It's, it's, it's just a reality. Again, all things being equal, fine. But do you think the Buffalo Bills have a hard time? Or the Kansas City Chiefs have a hard time? There's not, not a lot to do in Kansas City. I mean, it's not like every single... If that was the case, all the free agents would be going to the Jets, the Giants, the Rams... The Chargers, and then, you know, a couple other big cities mixed in there. But those would be the biggest markets, right? The Chicago Bears. Do you remember when the, uh, who was that? There was an offensive lineman that backed out of the Chicago Bears deal and went to Denver. Why? Chicago's a bigger city. There's more to do there than Denver. Why would he do that? Because that's not the way they're making their decisions. Now, yeah, Odell Beckham wanted to go to L.A. because there's a big market there and you can do all that stuff. Some people are going to make that decision. That's fine. But it's not a big enough determining factor that it's going to massively hinder the Green Bay Packers. This is such an overblown thing. Oh, Rodgers is the only reason anybody comes here. That's absolutely not going to be the case. It's not the case. I mean, look at the Cleveland Browns. Nobody wants to live in Cleveland. And they're not even a good football team. And they don't have a good quarterback. Have they ever struggled to get free agents? They get free agents all the time. All kinds of garbage teams and garbage cities get free agents. It's just a matter of, hey, I'll give you more money. And they're like, all right, cool, let's do it. No freaking care. Yeah, Jadavian Clowney and all kinds of guys are going. It, it doesn't matter. It's a factor, just like a lot of other factors, but it's certainly not the biggest factor. right? Some people want to go to, to teams that are, uh, cha- I mean, being a winning team is a bigger factor. We hear that a lot more from especially veteran Free agents, which I guess all free agents are veterans, but like older guys, they want to go to teams that are, they believe, on the cusp of winning. We hear that a heck of a lot more than I wanted to go to a place with a nice beach. Again, I, what do I always say? I would go to Tampa. That'd be my number one spot because I want to go by the beach. But you know what? These football players, they can get on a freaking jet and go there all off season. They're not going to turn down an extra, you know, $15 million from, you know, the, the Cleveland Browns or the Green Bay Packers or the Buffalo Bills because it's chilly. And I want to party during the season in that city when I'm supposed to be working. I don't think that's a major factor. You know, you know which teams? Let me end it with this. Very simple answer to this question. Which teams attract the most and biggest free agents every single year? It's the ones with the most amount of money. 
It really is that simple. Stuff to do. Green Bay's great if you, you know, if you're a middle school teacher and your kids, you're safe. It's wonderful. The Packers. Here's the condescension part. Pro athletes are young and wealthy and they, they. What about summers in Sheboygan? Uh, isn't that amazing? <laughs> I've heard. It I've is. heard good. Uh, Sheboygan is. is a city in, in Wisconsin. Yes. Right? No, Wisconsin Dells. It's gorgeous. The Wisconsin Dells. They're, it's Wisconsin's beautiful. What is that, like a lake yeah. or something? Yeah, a it's, department it's, store? Well, <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> I, I, all I read about, I always see Packers guys riding their bikes in the downtown and getting ice cream, and they're really <laughs> one with the community. They, a lot of people love that. Why are you laughing? Are you're they, you're they, Mr. Middle, uh, Middle America, aren't you? Yeah, I fly over it all the time <laughs> is wisconsin dells a department store i, I don't know I people in wisconsin if they're listening laugh at uh, that. No, i've that never was been funny. there tell me what is it just look it up it's called google it's a search app okay, okay. all right nope. a search engine <sighs> that was the end of it so it was the dumbest thing i've ever heard followed by a bunch of stuff that doesn't make any sense. The whole owner thing is the dumbest thing on planet earth every fan base that has an owner complains about their owner but yet somehow finds a way to make fun of the Packers for not having one. Like, you freaking idiot, you hate your owner. What are you talking about? And then they end it with uh, condescending to middle America. So, I mean, out of touch would be a great way to summarize this. Because middle America, by the way, vast majority of football fans. Yeah, LA, LA is this uh, big mecca. Except they can't fill a football stadium to save their lives. They don't give a crap. They got other stuff going on. They're, they're getting their nails done. And I don't know what the women are doing. See, I can be a douchebag too. But not only is he out of touch with NFL fans, he's out of touch with the NFL. None of this made sense. How much money does this guy get paid? Six million per year? Six million dollars per year to have his team. He, he woke up in the morning, saw an article saying that Jordan Love is, is making strides. And while he's in the shower, he says, strides? That doesn't make sense. It's year four. I think I hate him. So then he gets into his office, tells his team, go pull up some uh, negative headlines about Jordan Love, and then creates this whole thing. And that's, that's how he makes millions of dollars. Amazing. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's almost as if these media guys do their shows for their media friends. <laughs> right? They're the only people that are watching this chuckling, going, yeah. <laughs> Benjamin Albright is just chuckling to himself right now. <laughs> fly over it all the time. I don't even fly over it. I fly around it. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to get that one off my chest for a while. That's, uh, that was something. But uh, you guys have a good rest of your day. I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>